all the way from Peter Maritzburg, Delana Kader. We've got her online to get to know this lovely woman today. Delana, hello. How are you doing? Hi, Janine. I'm good in you. Fine and fabulous. Thank you very much. We love getting to know new artists to find out what your heart is and where you come from and everything like that. So if you had to introduce yourself personality-wise and what you do for a living, you know, that kind of stuff to all of us for the first mm-hmm. time, never met you before, who would you say, who are you? Um, I'm a lady who loves the Lord. Um, I'm, I'm a happy girl, lucky. I love people. I I have three kids and I am married and I work for a road construction company, uh, which I love very much. And I love music. And yeah, that's my ministry. Well, hopefully you love the music, if the music is what we're talking about today. But before we get uh, to your love for music, I want to find out how you met Jesus in the first place. If you introduce yourself with that as a first sentence, I already know. Okay, cool. This woman knows what she's talking about. So how did you get to know him in the first place? (laughs) Oh, my. Sure, what a story. I have such a testimony. I was such a mess for a long, long time. And I I just traveled on a road that was just so empty and hopeless. And, you know, I was also um, very much addicted to drugs and alcohol. And it was about eight years ago now that I've given my heart to the Lord and I've never looked back. And, yeah, so basically that's it for me. Well, how, um, how did yeah. he convince you? Well, um. I actually, I was in Johannesburg for a while for, during that time. And then I, I could feel there was something tugging on my spirit, something saying that you need to go to church. Now, you must remember on weekends, there was no way that I could make it to church because I was always hungover or still drunk on the Sunday, you know. Um, and then I decided, you know what? I said to my friends, I've got to find a church. There's something. I just, I don't know what it is. And that time I didn't even know that it's the Holy Spirit, you know, but I just knew I knew that I needed to get to a church. And so I went in the week. I started going on a Wednesday night because there was a church down the road from me that would have service on a Wednesday night. And I started going. And that is when I I got a first taste of the Lord. Um, I'll never forget the pastor preached on the prodigal son. And I said, Lord, this is for me. And that's when I decided to go back home. And so when I went home, my mom took me to her church. And that's how the whole process began. But I fell in love with Jesus, and, yeah, that was that was the best decision I've ever made. Okay, but you still had stuff that was hanging over you, that were dragging you down and everything like that. How did that get yes. you stop? Because God is invisible, hey, and we're in this physical I world, and your you. whole body says, I like sin. I mean, that's that's how we built in the yes. first place. So, so how did he get you all, you know, hopeful and cleaned up? Absolutely. You know, um, with the narcotics, I must say, um, that process happened before I even went to church. I'll never forget. Um, and I shared this testimony with, with my church. It happened while we were still um, having fun one night. And I was very much um, out of it. And I said to my friends, guys, I have to tell you guys something. This is the last time I'm ever doing this. And they laughed because I've said that before. But I promise you, Janine, um, when they passed the stuff on to me now for my turn, like it was um, our 10th round, whatever it was, but they passed the stuff to me and it was almost like I had forgotten how to use this stuff. Hmm. It completely left me. Yep. And, and, and that was, that was something supernatural that took place. Remember, I was not even saved at the time. 
But that's God, eh? I mean, God doesn't wait till you fix yourself. That's the whole point is that he's the only one that can change life, that can make you new. We always say he never puts a plaster on and he makes you new. So besides narcotics and stuff like that that changed, what changed in your life? Sure, everything changed. Everything changed, you know, um, from the way I I saw things, from the way uh, I um, looked at people. You know, uh, from the way I looked at myself, I realized that I'm beautiful. And that was something that I never, ever knew. The enemy always lied to me and told me that I'm not worth it and I'm not worthy and I've done such ugly things and there was no ways that God would ever love me, you know. And and I started believing the, the, the voice of God, you know, without even understanding much of it at the time. But I just knew that there was something special about me and that God loved me, man. You know? And so I made up my mind nice. to start believing, believing what God sees about me. Sure. And that's how things change. I became a totally different mom. Um, I used to be so impatient with my kids because they were about uh, two years apart. Three, yeah, two and a half years apart. So I had a two-year-old and, and a few-month-old baby that I would drive around in the back seat of my car and I would be so drunk and sometimes high, going to visit friends. And my babies are in the back seat, Janine. And, you know, every time I think of it, I just, I just think of the goodness of God and how he protected me. There's so much that could have happened hmm. um, at that time, you know. Um, and just look at what God has done. He's, he protected me and he still made something of me, mm. you know. When you went back home, how were you received? Yeah. Because people know, huh? I mean, they know what, what's happened in your life. And they're Christians. And yes. people expect Christians to write you off because of your history. How were you Absolutely. received when you came back? I really can't complain about that side of things. Um, my mom took me to her church, and so everybody embraced me. But I believe, well, my mom did say to me, you know, while I was still in Johannesburg, they used to pray for me. They used to have intercession, and they used to have the ladies' meetings where they would just bring me before the Lord, and they would pray and pray and pray, you know, my mom and her friends and the ladies of the church, you know. Um, so that's basically what happened. So when I did go, they didn't. They didn't reject me or give me a hard time, you know. Hmm. They they really just embraced me and helped me along with this journey. And, yeah, oh, it's, it's really been phenomenal. I'm thinking to myself that it must have been a revelation to you to find out that these people have been praying for you. I mean, when you find this out, because you feel so bad about yourself. It's not that when you're in all this stuff that you think I've got a right to be as sinful as I want to leave me alone. You feel rotten when you're in this and you, you sort of expect people to write you off as you write yourself off in this whole process. And then to find out that God doesn't give up on you. He raises up prayer for you. And then going back to those people, I'm, I mean, you were such a testimony to them. If God can turn your life around and do what he did with the drugs for you, I mean, that is supernatural. It must have been such a testimony when you went back. I, I tell you, it really, really was. Up till today, when I share my testimony, it's it's really life-changing for, for the people that I even speak to, you know. So, yeah, I'm just so grateful. So Thank let's you. talk before and after with your perception of God himself. Because I'm thinking to myself, okay. when you're far away from him, 
you've got one perception of him um, because of how yes. hard you are on yourself. In any case, you sort of expect God to be that same kind of harsh with you. Um, yes. And then you get to know him when you come back to him. Yes. How did that thing change in yes. your life? What did you think he was before? Wow. And what did you find out he was when you actually got to know him? And Janine, you know, as I said, I got saved eight years ago. And it's only now in the past six months that I perceive God to be completely different than what I saw him all these years. When I saw him all these years ago, I saw him as somebody, yes, somebody very loving, but, but if you mess up, he's going to smack you really, really hard. So, so don't mess up, you know? Yeah. And the way I see him now is like, no, my child, that's not who I am. That, and even if you mess up, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to hold you. I'm still going to do all the things that I promised you that I will do. You know, I, I seem completely, I even dress differently now. I, I always felt that you got to wear the long clothes and you got to say things in a certain way. You got to know you're Christianese and you got to speak in a certain yeah. way. <laughs> and um, and I, I promise you, it's totally different now. You know, <laughs> even, even my music, I know... Uh, some church people are not really going to like that beat and they're not going to really like that vibe because it's it's too vibey or it's too worldly. Um, but uh, this is the revelation that I got from God is that this is the type of music that I need to do. Yeah, you got to enjoy and, it like yeah. he enjoys it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, because I see God totally different now and I'm so grateful for that. But what convinced you? Because I'm fascinated with this process. You see, I mean, we've got the scriptures. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. But we somehow yes. don't get it. So what changed, yes. what changed your opinion? Well, I never got it for a long, a long time, as I say, from, from the time I said. And um, without saying too much, and I don't want to hurt anybody here, because you know how it is in the church. We yeah. hurt people. We get hurt. And, but... Um, I felt that I needed to move to a new church or a different church. Um, and this took me a while because it, it was so hard to leave. Because you got, you got to understand these people were good to me. Mm. But um, there was just something else that I was looking for, man, and I couldn't put my finger on it. But I knew that there was something that, that there was something new that I was looking for. And so um, when I discovered this new church, that I started fellowshipping it. That's when it all it all just made sense. It all just made sense, you know. Um, that we don't have to sit in a certain way. We don't have to dress in a certain way. God loves you just the way you are. And I started really believing it. And I, and I started having, you know, when we say we have a personal relationship, hmm. that that this is it. I have a, I can go to church in my jeans now, and I just raise my hands, and I just. Oh, I just speak to him. Oh, our spirits connect. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a totally different experience. But I, I think it all, this happened um, when I started fellowshipping at this new church. Yeah, and it is true. Um, at a congregation, many times, the revelation that you have is different per church. Um, and, and it's yeah. not to say that our Bibles are different or anything like that. It's what God is working exactly. on in a church at this moment resonates with your heart yes. because that's what God is doing yes. in your heart at this moment. It's, it's a beautiful thing how Absolutely. God is so personal and how a church yes. has a mandate as well. Yes, and, and I had to be in the first church that I was for all those years. I firmly believe that that is exactly where I needed to be at that time. Hmm. Yeah, if God you is know? sovereign, he's sovereign. 
Yes. Absolutely. Okay, well, tell me about the song, Transform Me. I like the Transform Me challenges that people are doing, but we're going to get to those just now. First, tell me about the song. Why would you write it? Um, You know, Janine, um, I'm sure you know that I love music, and music is my ministry, and I'm actually more of a worshiper than than somebody that does praise, you know? Mm. But I said, Lord, I've got to find – and another thing I said, I don't want to sing to – church people. I don't want to sing to saved people. I want to sing to the lost. And I've got to find a unique way of drawing them into the kingdom. Because you know how it is. Um, you can speak to your, your friends that are not saved and there's no way they're coming to visit your church because they just don't like saved churches yeah. because of the way we portray ourselves sometimes. And the way we, we make like we so perfect. You know? Yeah. And and so people don't even want to hear. They don't please don't tell me about God. Don't tell me about church. It's either they've been hurting a church or they just really don't even want to try this um, Jesus thing, you know. So I said, God, I want a unique way. So I know this song is going to be played in clubs. I know it's going to be played in dark places. And I said, God, this is my heart's desire for the song. I said, you know, um, uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So even when they are in these dark places and they are singing the song, subconsciously they are singing the song, but they're saying, Lord, transform me, change my life. And I believe, I believe God is going to do something for them because of the words that they are speaking and they're putting into the atmosphere. Yep. So, yeah. People are underestimating the power of a lyric. I mean, it forms your yes. normal. It literally, you do it over and over again. You sing it over and enough people around you sing That's that it. song over and over again. Then suddenly you find out that the stuff starts making sense to you. So what's the challenge is all about? Um, well, the challenge was just more of a fun thing and just getting away of putting onto social media. You know, everything is about social media nowadays. Even for us artists, you know, it's 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 so much more difficult than before. Um, so yeah, the challenge is you do your, your little dance and you play the song or some people have even bought t-shirts for me because I sell t-shirts and they're just so excited about the song. So anything just to celebrate the song and sing it. And yeah, that's basically <laughs> what the challenge is about. Yeah, but <laughs> they used it to give a message as well. The one guy has this bottle there and he says, no, I'm not going to use yes, this. Yes. <laughs> I'm, thought, yes. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> That was excellent. I got such a fright when I first saw the video. <laughs> I just saw the beginning of it and I said, no, 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 this is not what the song is about. <laughs> and then I watched the entire video and I thought, wow, that is excellent. So, yeah, yeah. even there's, there's some hair. Some people are doing their hair and, and the hair was not looking good in the beginning and then it was transformed, you know into a better style or yeah so everyone's just doing their own thing but the message is there and it's very clear yeah well i love the way that people you know they get involved because they got to think of what they want to say and how they want to do it and then they've got to go do it and record it and be happy enough with it to send it on to you so you don't you don't even know how many takes they did before that to get it to where it was that they send it on they didn't go into a lot of effort for you it's a it's a compliment absolutely (laughs) absolutely and a lot of them they said, Delana, do you know how many times I recorded this? Like <laughs> 10 times. And I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful. But you but recorded yeah, your sure. own video. I mean, and that looked like a lot of fun as well. It looked like you really enjoyed yourself. 
Oh, yes, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, that, and that just came so naturally, you know. There was no acting or anything like that. I, I'm just like that anyway. So I love people. I love laughing. So it all just came naturally. Okay, well, so, we're going to yeah, listen to the song up next. It's called Transform Me by Jelana Kader. You're going to find her on social media everywhere. Go watch the video as well. But first, let's introduce you to her and to her voice and to her message. Have a listen to this.